going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? And welcome to the Gaming and Chill Podcast, the Thanks Weekend After Thanksgiving edition. Yep. Do you have a good Thanksgiving? No. Oh? How's it work? Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. I uh, was at my in-laws all the most of the day. Well, not most of the day. A couple hours. A couple hours. So how much did you play Pokemon? Actually, uh, a fair bit. Yeah. fair bit. But, you know, the food was good. Didn't have to really cook nothing but mashed potatoes. So. Yeah, the mashed potatoes were really good. Were they? <coughs> Your wife brought me some. You're welcome. I botched the ingredients. I botched the um, mixtures, hence why it turned out to be, like, soupy. I liked it. It was really good. Anyway, today's going to be a short podcast because as we record, I'm currently holding my daughter in my arms. So it's like holding a ticking time bomb. You never know when it's going to go off. <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. You hear it all the time. So, we wanted to do a short podcast. Top five think games that we're thankful for. And Pokemon. <laughs> and Pokemon. Just a little bit about Pokemon. Yeah. You want to start us off? Uh, go ahead. What's your, what's your... Number five. Yes. I want to say I'm thankful, actually, for Pokemon. Right. Why? Uh, it's provided me many, many years of entertainment. Uh, in many different formats. 20, in fact. 20. Uh, so, as I am uh, 26 years old, it's provided me for entertainment for most of my life. Yes. Uh, I remember getting the first game when I was, what, 10? We got it in New Mexico, so it would have been 8. Right. So, I remember getting that and was just really excited for it, and ever since then, been a super fan, so I'm thankful for it. It continues to provide me entertainment for all all time. Yes. What about your number five? I'm going to go with the original Final Fantasy. Okay. Why? Because, I mean, we are, what, two days away from the launch of Final Fantasy XV? Yes. I've been watching, seeing more commercials for it. I'm kind of tempted to get it. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. Because like, I ordered Battlefield 1 this weekend. Nice. That was my Black Friday shopping. That and boots. Oh, let me, can I tell a quick story? Yeah. All right. So... Thanksgiving morning, wake up, I'm about to go to work, look at my shoes, great, the sides are ripping out, and those are two month old shoes, whoa, yeah, and like the the soles are like flat, they are ground flat, not fun, no, had so I had to like order that. new boots, so I'm waiting for my boots to show up, nice, yeah, Um, but Final Fantasy because it's... It's been such a long-lasting franchise that I've personally enjoyed all my life because it sh- it was released before we were born. Yeah. And it's been really fun. And just the original, go find four crystals, go fight the fiends, go. <laughs> it go wasn't nuts. like some expositional masterpiece, but it was pretty cool. It set in motion a whole lot of things. Yeah. Okay. So my number four would actually have to be the original Zelda. Really? Yeah. Um, I have a passion for Zelda. Um, I have an Amazon wish list that's like ninety percent ninety Zelda. items, all Zelda stuff. I have. I'm pretty much decorating my desk at work in all Zelda stuff. Nice. I actually found one of my original. It's the cloth map from Sky uh, Skyward Sword. Nice. So that's hanging up in my cube. I've got Deku. Uh, I've got uh, Deku Scrub Link. I've actually got Major. I've got the Skull Kid with Majora's Mask. 
Did you see that animated short that they released? Yes, I did. I was going to talk about it. Like, things that I love. I've seen that. We'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. But I actually don't have the uh, the Majora's Mask on Skull Kid. I actually have Skull Kid hanging upside down in one of my light fixtures. Nice. So the Majora's Mask is just like, it's being held onto my uh, cube wall with thumbtacks. Nice. So yeah, it's, but it's really cool. I have a lifelong passion. So the original Zelda, I'm going to have to say I'm super thankful for. Yeah. What um, about you? I'm going to go with another classic game. Yep. Breath of Fire. Ooh, good one, good one. Uh, where did I s- I seen Breath of Fire? Breath of Fire is on the uh new 3DS uh virtual store. Ooh, yeah, I was tempted by it. See, I'm 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 like I know that Pokemon is taking my time than Final Fantasy is. So like, like Oh, no, this is before Pokemon came out. Oh, okay. So that's when I got uh Super Metroid, Earthbound and uh Link to the Past. Nice. Because all great games. We're trying to get into more streaming, and I want some classic games to like know. So I'd be like, oh, I, just, I got this. I got this. I just I got this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would want to say Breath of Fire because it introduced a lot of cool mechanics of like fusion with allies. The second wind mechanic. Yeah, uh, that's actually really cool. And then they get the second wind that you don't know how much they're down to. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god. Those are the good old days of getting a calculator out. And when like when dad was playing, and just be like, alright, I dealt uh, 900 damage. 900. Alright. I know how much they have because I looked at the book. How much are they down to? Because that was d- back when like bosses would, you know, when they get down to a third health, they would... Change mechanics. Change mechanics, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So I love Breath of Fire also because it's, it's a very stock standard RPG, light versus dark dragons. Yeah. But then they also have, like, the fusions. And then it kicked off, like, Breath of Fire 2, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, that's a, it's a game that you enjoy more as you get older. Because, like, especially Breath of Fire 2 was the strange mechanic where if you save at the church, it powers up Death Haven at the end, doesn't it? Yeah, I believe so. And you can only, like, if you saved only at the dragon statues, it actually made the boss weaker at the end. I think so. And it was just really cool. Yeah. Plus, I, let's face it, Agni was the coolest fusion of all oh, any yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My number three, actually, interestingly enough, would have to be Earthbound. Mm. There's just something so childlike, just magical about it. Because it's like you're literally a kid going on a world-saving adventure. Plus, so, if I recall right, we have good memories of it. Yeah. Watching our friend Courtney play it. Yeah. Um, so, it's just like... It's just other random things like, oh, there's a cranky old man. That's a, that's a bad guy. And it's like the piles of puke. Yeah. So it's like things that kids would find to be bad. But it's like this is, tells a near the end. It just tells a dark story. Oh, yeah. But it's just so good. And it's earthbound. Not Mother 3. Mother 3 is great and everything. But I don't have all the memories and everything associated with it. But Earthbound has just really, like, defined how I feel RPGs are. I really wish there was more Earthbound-style games. I know Undertale was heavily influenced by Earthbound. Oh, yeah. But I want an Earthbound. I would love if they collected all, like, the Mother games and Earthbound and put it all into one game, yeah. one game cartridge for 3DS, and it had Amiibo connectivity. Ooh, that would be really cool. Where you could, you know, you could put down... Uh, you know, Poe, 
and you know Paula. I don't believe his name was Poe. It was Poe. Poo. I call it, it was Poe. P O. Oh, I always remembered it was P O O. Poo. So I always pronounce that Poe because, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I yeah. get you, but I I just love that series as a whole, that game as a whole. Like, it's so fun just to play. You can just get lost in everything, and music is just so good. Speaking of music, that was your third choice. Yeah, my third choice is the first three player game I can think of: Secret of Mana. Ooh, that's a really really good one. It was the first third three player game, Super Multi Tap. That's right, the one game I use for. Yes. Uh, that and I think a few racing games. Uh, but it was really fun because I remember, and this goes back to Thanksgiving, I remember being in Vegas, Dad was facing the Jabberwocky. Yeah. And we, we were in Vegas, and it wasn't like cold outside. We used to watch, uh, that was when it started with like the Christmas stuff on like HGTV. You remember, like, Carol Duvall? Yeah. Which is making those German stars? Yeah. Like, it just has a lot of good memories to me. You know, but, uh, being in New Mexico, and Dad was in Elaine's castle. Yeah. And he had to face the werewolves, but we could not figure out how to beat the werewolves. So, this was back before you could just get on Google and look. Uh, yeah. And so, like, Dad was playing, he could not figure out how to beat those wolves. And so, I'm thinking about, too, because you and I used to watch Dad play video games. Like, even before we really started playing the video games, because we weren't, like, terribly good at them. Yeah. Like, we had those prodigious moments where it's like, oh, we landed the plane on Top Gun. Oh, I mean, probably two-year-old me was able to beat the first level of Mega Man, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not Mega Man 2, but, like, Mega Man. Yeah. And now, um, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just like, well, I suck at this. <laughs> I died within the first four minutes. <laughs> Pretty much a Metar killed me. Um, but I remember thinking about it, I'm like, Dad. What if I jumped in the game with you and distracted them while you charged up your attacks? That worked. Nice. That worked. And I don't remember like, this, but... Yeah. Well, because I think I was playing... I was going to play the sprite, and... Clearly was, the best character. Yeah, clearly, because he could use uh, moon magic. Attack magic. Yeah. Uh, no, he got shade. She got... The girl got moon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was so cool... Because it was drop in, drop out. You could play, but then it was just so interesting in the fact of it was this grand story that really sticks with me. Yeah. Like, there's still sometimes I'll be sitting there humming, you know, the Manitougo theme. <coughs> and plus, it was one of the first games where when you flew on the back of Flamey, you had, what, level 7? Mode 7. Mode 7. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. Yeah, I, I, I love that game. I just want—I would love to get that for the VC for your Wii U, and record that with you and maybe someone else, or just record it you and I. Yeah, yeah, that would be super fun. Um, we should do that this afternoon, me and you. Uh, I don't even have my Wii plugged in. We can do that. <laughs> we should do that. We should. Do I'm that. actually leaving it unplugged because we're taking it and traveling up to Ohio for it. Yes, I'll bring my uh, amiibos. Nice. I have gold. Uh, can we talk about the amiibos I have real quick since I mentioned it? Gold Mario, Gold Mario, Silver Mario, Samus in her power suit, which is a Wave One. Nice. Which I had to get. I re, they got re-released it, and the three pack for uh, Animal Crossing, and then Sanic, 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 and I have nice. my Silver Mario 
in a red, white, and blue called uh, Amerio. <laughs> America. Nice. Speaking of Animal Crossing, that's actually my number two. Dang, we are getting good at this. I know. Super transitions, right? Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. So, yeah, my number two is actually Animal Crossing. Right. Uh, it's just something so simple as just having a virtual village. I know we've talked about Animal Crossing in the past on this show. Right. Man, it is so fun. Just so simple. Just to, You feel almost bad. Like, I haven't played it in, like, a week because of Pokemon. Yeah. It's like, I feel bad that I left my village unattended. So, I have the beautiful uh, town ordinance, so my flowers aren't wilting. <sighs> and I have some pink roses. Nice. Yeah. But it's just so simple. It's just like, oh, I'm going to go get go shopping or go fishing yeah it's just so simple and, and oh, like a lot of these stories it, there's a lot of good memories with that well i mean it's thanksgiving the holidays you got family well i mean that and like back in the day in vegas when we had uh heather eric and jackie yeah and all, like heather was playing animal crossing and us and eric were playing robotech yeah uh i forget jackie was getting sick i think so but it's just, it was so fun, just, it's so fun just to sit and play it. You know, it's it's a great cathartic, cathartic mind relaxing, because there's no goals, there's no appointments, I don't have to be anywhere. Except when people want to come visit your house. Yeah, and even then that's still not stressful, and I really think, like, playing games like that help me de-stress. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Even just listening to music does it for me. Yeah, because it brings you, it's just so relaxing and just like, there's no worries. You will not face a game over screen. Like, as fun as Pokemon is, I've whited out a couple times to lose a uh, character at the end. Oh, me too. And so it's like, oh, crap. And it's kind of stressful. Because right now I'm in the planning phase of leveling up and everything. Yeah, because somehow I overlevel one character and like none of my others are leveled up. <laughs> I think because I kept switching them around, so, like, I have a bunch of mid-level Pokemon that are, like, level 40, but her, this person's level, like, 50. Yeah. Then you end up with one Pokemon, and you're like, oops. Yeah, and then it's like, well, that's kind of silly of me. Awkward. Yeah. So, yeah, I, there's just something so, like, at work, I'll turn it on, the music, and I'll just sit and color on occasions. It's just so peaceful that I don't have to really worry about, <clears throat> there's no, like, heavy metal riffs, no words to really worry about. Even, like, K.K. Slider's tunes, where it's actually his voice, you're like, oh, so soothing, so soothing. Yeah. It's just, like you said, so cathartic. Yeah. So, when I'm, like, super stressed at work, I'll just turn that on and... Just have, just listen it and just imagine myself living in a small town like that and not having the worries of work or, yeah. in all honesty, it's like, that would, on some levels, it's like, if somebody said, hey, you can live in a town, you don't have to work, you'll be taken care of, just live life, I'd take it in a minute. Yeah. I'd take it. Harvest Moon comes to mind. Harvest Moon, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's the game where it's like. I think I could live on a farm. And then you realize how much work that is. You're like, eh. <laughs> you realize that it's not as simple as pushing a button to plant crops. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I, I get that. So, yeah, that's my number two. What about you? Uh, Chrono Trigger. Ooh. Ooh. See, see. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. We're talking about that. Actually, why don't we just go ahead and talk about it right now? Because, actually, that's my number one. Nice. Chrono Trigger. Yes. I what about Chrono Cross? <clears throat> I will throw it in there because as I've... 
as I've read more and learned more about the Crown Trigger storyline, it ties in a lot better. It ties in a lot better. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, I've watched like videos on how they compare what happened, like why this is happening in Chrono Cross and everything. And it's so it's it's complicated enough that even what twenty years later, I'm still thinking about it. Especially that like grandfather paradox they explained at the beginning does not exist in that game. What grandfather paradox? Yep. You have time traveler immunity. Yeah, it's pretty much that. It's not so much grandfather paradox. But I mean, they they discussed it in the game. They did, but it doesn't apply. But it doesn't apply. Yeah, it's just a way of saying. It's a way of explaining. But if you there's a there's a video I'll have to show you. It talks about how the grandfather father paradox is actually a red herring. That is completely different paradox. Easy there, Matt Pat. <laughs> I watched all those. No, it's not that. It's not a game theory video. Really? Yeah, it's like this third third party, and it's like, oh, so good because he's explaining like. How this happens, how the timelines... There is an actual timeline that goes from Chrono Trigger to Chrono Cross. Yeah. And it talks about how the different timelines... And there's about four different timelines concurrently going on in Chrono Trigger that well, they I mean, don't ever explicitly talk about. I know there's one where... I mean, they've explicitly said Dalton... at Like, did you play the DS version? Of course I did. Uh, in one of the Dimensional Rifts, Dalton said he's going to invade... He's going to raise an army in Porn. Yeah, that is canon. Yes, that's canon. And then that happens in Chrono Cross. Where happens before Chrono Cross. Oh, I'm yes. saying, but like it ties in. Yeah, but then you gotta also discuss what was Dinoopolis. What was the what was the Dragon Gods? Dinoop. <clears throat> Let me see if I can't get this. Dinoopolis was if. Let's see. Lavos <laughs> didn't hit the planet. The Repetites would take over because they had vastly uh, superior technology. Yes, they did. And so they became the... They they created Dinoopolis and the Dragon Gods. Yep. There's, uh, I'll have to show you the video. It's really good. But yeah, you got it. It's basically like um, the reptites became the dominant species of the planet. Right. Then because of something, timeline shenanigans in one timeline, it had to correct itself. So it actually ripped Dinoopolis out of that time period into a different one, into one timeline, into a different timeline, so that way it could correct a mistake, basically. And that's the thing, they treat, there's one line in dialogue in Chrono Trigger, where they imply that the Earth is alive. Yeah, the entity. Yeah. And that's just like, what? Uh, How they, the, time, the it... entity wanted to create the timeline, the time gates, so that it could protect itself from Lavos. Wasn't that, um... The, not the Frozen Flame. The Frozen Flame was part of Lavos. Yes, it was. Um, did they ever explain what it was in Chrono Cross? Yeah. What, the Frozen Flame? No, the, the, entity. the Entity. No, I don't think they ever really was it, Wasn't that, that the thing that also helped Surge live? Um, no. I will show you a video. Maybe the Entity <laughs> is Jesus. There you go. That's yeah, it. Uh, fan, you ever watch Family Guy? Yeah. The Redneck episode? And here we had hundreds and hundreds of years ago... And here we have the Stegosaurus fighting the Jesusaurus Rex. <laughs> Pretty much. I love that. So, that was my number one and your number two. What was your number one? Castlevania. Ooh, another good, such good titles. See, you, uh, Pokemon was going to be originally my number one. But I'm like, nah, there's another, there's other games I can choose. Yeah. I mean, 
Pokemon, if Which, we didn't have a top ten, they would pretty much be the same games, but in different orders. What Castlevania game are uh, you thinking of specifically? I really enjoy Symphony of the Moon. Well, doesn't everybody? Yes. Uh, but after that, I enjoy the difficulty of Order of Ecclesia. I enjoy that difficulty. Yeah, it was not a, it was not a wonderful game, but it was a great game. Yeah, it it wasn't as good as Portrait of Ruin. That one I can beat in like four hours. Yeah, yeah I think you should learn, start to learn how to speedrun that uh, one. That is because I almost played it on a... Uh, I played it on New Game Plus. Well, I mean, your phone just went off. Hey! Anybody I know? I, I don't know. Oh. Uh, but no, Portrait Room was fun, though. Yeah. I always liked John of Sorrow. See, John of Sorrow for me was just like the middle... Alright, how do I turn that off? Uh, I would say throw it to me, but I can't turn around. I'm just gonna shove it in the couch cushions. Do it. Do it, son. Um, I like Dawn of Sorrow, but it... I was really... gimmicky? Touchscreen gimmicks? Yeah, I'm not a fan of gim like gimmicky games. Like, if I... I... It was like right when the DS came out, so like, Nintendogs was around there, uh, Mario 64 hey, DS. Hey, don't knock Nintendogs. I love Nintendogs. <laughs> if, if the microphone was a little bit more accurate, and you didn't have to go, sit. Yeah. Sit. I agree. Sit. I agree with that one. And then eventually you're going, and he goes, I got it. Okay, you mean to sit? And Roll it's like, over? It's like, oh. Yeah, Um, I really enjoyed, like, I enjoyed all the launch DS games, like uh, Pokemon Rush. That was such a weird game, but yes. Uh, because that had Munchlax before, like, uh, 4 came out. Gen 4 came out. Yeah, what well, Gen 4 was? Uh, Diamond of Pearl. Yeah. Because I remember, I mean, I feel like being this is Thanksgiving kind of episode, talking about a lot of memories is cool. Um, going, when we first moved from Vegas to Tennessee, yeah, going up to Grandpa's and going to the library and looking up all kinds of Pokemon information. Yeah. That, that's back when, like, Chat Out looked really cool and, like, it was, like, all these, like, releases from Coral Coro and just like, oh my I god. I remember when Coral Coro was super big. It's still a thing. It's still a thing, but it's no longer like, oh my gosh. It, it kind of is, but the Pokemon company is getting better at releasing information. This is true. Because, like, previously it just been, like, leaks here and there. Yeah. Not like, here's this trailer. Um, those were kind of like, you ever get nostalgic for those times? Yes, I do. Or it's like, it was so... Simple? And clean. Okay, okay, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, because, you know, that's funny. We played Kingdom Hearts when we first moved there, because we had Gamefly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I really enjoyed the Castlevania games. I, I Their top five was too shallow for me. Yes. Um, we could have been sitting here for top hundred. You know what we should do for Christmas? Because I think we're... Are we doing a Christmas episode with James when we go up there? We are. We're doing a special podcast when we go up there for filming. Yes. Uh, and so that'll be actually, I think, a joint podcast between the two co- between the two companies, basically. Yeah. So that'll be super fun. Do you want to talk about Pokemon for a minute? Yeah. Uh, where are you at in the game? I have beat the Elite Four, caught all the Island Guardians, and doing Ultra Beast stuff. Hey. And I've actually completed the Melee Melee Island Pokedex. I am stuck at the character in, after you summon the game story legendary. Did I don't want to. I don't want to reveal who it is. Did you? How did you catch uh, Sogaleo? I didn't. Uh, not yet. I'm still facing the lady. 
Oh, how do you plan to catch it? Uh, well, not with a master ball. Haha. -ha, quick, I mean. <laughs> quick ball. Quick ball. Quick ball is OP. Quick ball for life, man. Quick ball really is OP. It's like, oh. You know how many Pokeballs I used on it? Uh, three. Two. A quick, quick ball. <laughs> round, round one quick ball. Didn't uh, work. Reduced its HP. Ultra ball. Here's my one ultra ball. Here's always my thing. Uh, quick ball. Yep. Then start full swiping. And if it goes on long enough, timer ball. <laughs> because timer ball can get as powerful after five turns, gets as powerful as a quick ball. Nice. So it's like, oh, let me just use false swipes for four turns. False swipes down to one HP. And then your timer ball makes it super, five, what, five times more likely. And plus they're lower health. So it's just like, mm, get it, son. <laughs> right. Uh, then I got all the island guardians with a quick art and a quicker and ultra ball. Nice. So I have all four of them. Nice. Uh, the beasts. I have not yet explored the desert. Can you explore the desert before you beat the game? Yeah, you can. Oh, see, I didn't even walk in the desert. Um, it's it's good. I liked it. I done it afterwards because I was going to go catch the uh, island Bulu. guardians. Type of Bulu. Yeah, type of Bulu. Um, so fun. There is a puzzle to it, right? And I'm not going to tell you how to beat it because it's super fun to figure it out. I mean, yeah. I, but I, I will tell you, there is a Z stone there. Yeah. Uh, did you get the Z stone back at um, Ten Care Hill? Yes, I did. I believe I have every Z stone. Nice. Well, there's some like Muium. Yeah, I don't have that one. Yeah. So my question is, do you use the Z moves? I do. I don't. I, I think I've used it once. Out of curiosity, I was like, oh, that's nice, and took it off. See, I, I enjoy them because, like, I enjoy my Incineroar's Z-Move, uh, Moon... Furious Moon Assault or something like that. Nice. It forms, like, a wrestling, or, uh, wrestling ring. I wonder why. And then it does, like, the slam on, slam down. Nice. It, like, jumps up on the, uh ropes and just like looks around and then like does, does the people's elbow no it just does like a belt body slam oh nice yeah it's cool yeah see i don't I have n i've never used i think i used one z move and i was like that's nice and i took it off um i really love that you me and my fiance all named nickname our first pokemon oh i named mine uh melee hawaiian for rebellious woman nice what'd you name yours quincy quincy Quin right and she named her uh, Pop Leo Seal Freda. <laughs> Seal Freda. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I don't nickname Pokemon very often. At a certain point when you're just on a catching rampage, it's just like, nope, 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 nope. Just send it to the box. Nope, go away. Yeah. So. I'm working on my melon. I think that's why my Pokemon are so underleveled. Like, half the last island and most of Pony Island... I was doing nothing but evolving and trade training around. Yeah. So like, I have some re like level forty Pokemon, a lot of them, but not a lot of level fifty Pokemon. Oh, I have like level fifty. I had a level fifty Bulldor. I'm not sure if I want to make my Slowbro into a Slowking because Slowbro's my bro. <laughs> like he, I caught him on Island One, and other than doing some hatching, egg hatching. He's never been out of my party. I can trade you a Slowking. Thank you. I don't want my Slowbro to not be my bro anymore. You don't want to be. You don't. You don't want to lose your Slowbro. Yeah, it still has Yawn. Nice. I love Yawn. 
I don't. Uh, uh, that's how status fucking moves almost immediately. Oh no, see, I love yawn because it's like yawn, and then like the next thing is like psychic, nice. and then they fall asleep. And it's like, yep, now my speed does not matter. <laughs> so nice. I, but I really enjoy it. I think it's actually better than most of the other Pokemon games that, uh, that came, has come out recently. Really? Mm-hmm. I actually like it better than I do uh, Alpha, Alpha Sapphire and X and Y. Really? It, there's just, it seems like it's more genuine, and you've got a, It seems weird to me to say why this is better, but you've got adult su supervision. The professor travels with you to every island and is like, Hey, let's go together. I'll show you around. Meet me here. It's not like, okay, turn 10, here's your Pokemon, bye! Go save the world save from... You. Go yeah. save... And, and the friendship in the game seems genuine, not forced. Yes. So it's like, you meet these characters, and you're like, oh, they're my friend. They're, they're my character's friends. They're not just like, oh, we're your rivals, or... Lily oh. really shocked me. At first, I was really annoyed by her, but now I'm just like... I love Lily. What what are you going to nickname your legendary box legendary? Nebby. Of course. Nebby, get in the bag. Nebby, get in the get bag. bag. Get in the bag, Nebby. Put the Nebby back in, in the, the bag. bag. No, that's what I nicknamed it too. I think that ninety percent of Reddit nicknamed their uh Yeah. Nicknamed their box legendary Nebby. Yeah. It's not very original, but it seems wrong to call it anything else, really. It's really strange that she handed Nebby over. It's not. The way she does it is actually really cool. Doesn't she go off to Kanto? I'm not going to tell you, because I don't want to spoil it for you. I would just... I, this is the first game I wish that there's character DLC. I'm hoping that they do, like, a sequel for it. Like, Sun and Moon 2 or something. Do you feel like this could have been the Z, uh, Pokemon Z? Maybe. Because, I mean, look, at it's like Z-Move, Z-Trainer, Z-Ring, Z-Stone. I mean, and then it was Pokemon X and Y. Z would have been the logical conclusion. I don't think it is. I think they'll still do something for that. See, my, my hope is that they're going to tie in another Gen 7 game. But uh. it's going to be the, the conclusion of, like, the whole Mega Arc. And Z evolutions. Um, I know they're doing for they're, they've kind of let it leak a little bit that for the Nintendo Switch we'll be getting a Pokemon game called Pokemon Stars. That's actually false. Is it? Is it officially false? It's officially false. Oh, that's a pity. I heard it was. Uh, but I know there's going to be a Pokemon game on the Switch. Maybe. Um. That is sad that I, I, I heard that, and I'm like, that's really cool. See, my theory who is... Who proved it false? We're going to get a conclusion of... Wait a minute, you're, you're not telling me who proved it false. I think Nintendo. Oh, okay. I think we're going to get a conclusion of X and Y, uh, Omega Ruby, and Sun and Moon, all in one game. Think so? Because there's a lot of, you know, touching on each thing's like, they talked about Megastones, alternate timelines... It'd alternate cool. dimension yeah it'd be really cool if and they remade did a remake of diamond and pearl and talked about paul kaya created an alternate dimension i want actually a pokemon game that's set in the alternate dimension see we are in the alternate dimension with megas it's why we can have remakes 
of games like Oris. Yeah. And there's Megas, and there wasn't a Me- Me- Megas in the original. Hmm. It's the fact that there's two concurrent timelines. It wasn't until X and Y that we figured out what split the timelines. It was the Me- uh, ancient weapon going off. Well, Mike, no, you're saying timelines, but I'm saying I want alternate dimension. Where the Ultra Beast came from. That is the alternate dimension. Think so? What is an alternate timeline if not a different dimension? Uh, just a different timeline set in the same dimension. I'm talking about where the Ultra Beasts came from. They're in... It's Pokemon. They're not gonna go super... We're gonna gonna differentiate between timeline and dimension. What if they didn't? Well, yeah, they, they did. They clearly said it's a different dimension. They've talked about different timelines already, but, here's but the now thing. they're using the phrase dimension. Because here's the thing, that professor that talks about the dimension or the timeline, they're not, they're not, that's not their proficiency. What if we get a Pokemon game that's set in the alternate dimension, but it just doesn't address it until like the end when you see one of the legendaries going through a portal and it's the legendary that came in through sun and moon and you're like oh my gosh this whole time we were in an alternate dimension with pokemon different pokemon yeah and now it's different yeah so that's all i got that's all i got yeah so anyway you want to tell us how to find us yes all right you can find us at instagram at gaming and chill podcast please message us like us subscribe us and on Twitter, you can find us at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Nice. Yes. Nice. I did want to say one last thing, if you've got nothing else. What's up? One thing I'm actually super thankful for outside of games. I'm actually super thankful for my wife. I've been taking care of our, uh, our daughter because she's been at work. Right. And it's like, you know what? You know, my wife does a lot. Yes. And I'm super thankful for it because it's like, whoa, you know, I can't go to the bathroom by myself. Otherwise, my daughter starts crying and screaming. And it's like, and that's not an enjoyable poop. <laughs> exactly. It's like, man, <coughs> my life is like a superhero. So I'm super thankful for it. Cool. So anyway, until next week. Well, are we taking a couple weeks off for Christmas and everything? We might. We might we can- do a couple special podcasts, but... For up until I think after New Year's, nothing. Concrete. We're gonna have the special podcast with James. What's is next? What's next week? Uh, we got two weeks before that, so we got two weeks off, and then we've got a special podcast. Then it's immediately Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, because today's the twenty fifth. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we have the second and the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I had to look at that. Yeah. Right. Um, so a couple weeks off. Go get Christmas shopping done. Go visit family. Yeah, um, nothing gonna... concrete. If there's something comes out, that's awesome. That's a bonus. But right now, it's just schedules and getting last minute things done before. Yeah, because my my work schedule, everyone wants off for Christmas. So, yeah. And of course, being a but you know flex, I can't request really Christmas off. Yeah. So, and then your wife, she works because of her job. Yeah. And you, you have the same thing. So. Yeah. All right. So a couple weeks off. Um, spe- couple special co- podcasts though. So until uh, next time, have a good one. Have a good day. Yeah.